0: Hi hey guys, welcome back to Skincare Anarchy. I am so excited about our interview today and our episode because this is a brand that I have been obsessed with for a while now and you must have seen them all over our top picks. I think literally in every single deck we had one product by them because that's how much we love them here at Skincare Anarchy and I'm just so excited because this Episode has actually been a long time in the making. So, without further ado, I would love to introduce you guys uh, to the founder of Kinship Skincare, uh, Kristen. Uh, Kristen Powell is here with us, co-founder and CEO. Welcome to the show, Kristen.
1: Thank you so much, Dr. Edka. I'm really excited to be here. I am obsessed with skin and talking beauty, and you're the person perfect person to talk to. So, really excited <laughs> to dig in.
0: Yeah, I'm so excited. And I love your brand, like I said. And, you know, it really truly comes from the heart because, you know, I see so many brands and I think a lot of us do as consumers. And very rarely is it that a brand is hitting home on so many different products, you know? So I can't wait to learn all about it, Kristen. But I want to learn about you first and really kind of dive into your background and what led to the creation of Kinship.
1: Yeah. So I have been uh, studying skin for the last 20 years. Um, I started getting fascinated with skin in my teen years, had had my own skin issues. I had acne-sensitive skin um, and just really doing my own trial and error to really kind of heal myself. And so that led me to basically diving into everything from ingredients to how skincare formulations come together to what was going on in my diet uh, what kind of stress was influencing my skin issues. And I loved it so much, I decided to make it my career. So um, my fascinating fascination with formulation ended up in co-founding Juice Beauty, which was the first organic skincare brand to hit the prestige market. This is when Clean wasn't really on the map yet. And after Juice Beauty, I headed over to Pericone MD, as head of product development, study directly underneath Nicholas Paracone, which was such a, an amazing experience. There, I really got to deepen my knowledge of skin and clinical formulations. And uh, then I launched Kinship in late 2019.
0: Wow. I love Paracone, by the way. I, was, I think it was one of my first brands that I ever used. So that's really cool. That's really, yeah. really cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's been a great trajectory. And I, I'm really excited about where the industry is today um, and the exciting positive momentum we have, I think it's changing in, for the positive and we're excited to be part of that change.
0: Absolutely. And I think your products really speak to so many demographics. I mean, I know that the packaging is amazing. It's so fun and poppy and i love that but it's like the real heavy heavy hitting formulas like they really speak to so many different age groups different skin concerns you know and i I think that's so rare for a brand you know like right now i feel like we're living in this like era of you know we have brands that are meant for you know such and such people in whatever age bracket or if you're like looking for post-procedure you know skincare whatnot but rarely is there a brand that I come across where I'm like, yeah, I can recommend this to, you know, like teenagers or even adult, you know, my age or even older, you know, it's a really, really nice range that you have. So I'm very fascinated, you know, from that perspective. And I would really like to ask you like, what was the true like inspo behind um, maybe your first few uh, SKUs, you know, if you could walk us through that.
1: Yeah. Well, we started Kinship to give more people access to science facts. Products That were really dedicated to skin wellness. And with my background with 20 years of studying skincare science and formulations and truly like what makes bright, healthy, glowy skin from the inside out and the outside in, we really decided to focus on the skin barrier and particularly the microbiome. Um, because I believe that the microbiome is kind of like that foundation for the house. So if you don't have a strong microbiome, everything that you do to your skin is is not going to be received well. You have to have that strong microbiome, the strong skin barrier, because that is the the basics. Those are just like getting that right is simple, but not so simple. Um, And if if that is unsteady, then you're going to have a range of issues from sensitivity to redness, acne, and even the influence of how our skin ages. And we believe that clean skincare shouldn't be a luxury. Everyone really deserves healthy skin. So we decided to focus our range on a few fewer rather than larger amount of SKUs that were accessible. So accessible in price, accessible in packaging, um, not so serious, but skincare should be enjoyable. We felt like these, this core regimen should work. It should be enjoyable. It shouldn't break the bank and you should look forward to using it at the end of the day. So we, we purposely kind of put like clinical, formulation in there that spoke to the microbiome with probiotics, for instance, we have a probiotic technology in every single product that kind of acts like a, like a defense mechanism. So to keep out the bad bacteria and kind of hold in and nurture the good bacteria, we call it the bouncer for your skin. Yeah, I love that. That's that's sort of the basis of every single product. And it's used at a clinically studied active level. So there are double-blind studies that are behind this particular patented ingredient. And then we complement that with other active ingredients like vitamin C ester, uh, retinaldehyde, and Glycolic acid, lactic acid, um, certain superfoods. I love our turmeric and chaga mushroom that are adaptogens that also help with antioxidant activity. All of those are important for the skin barrier. Um, so it's sort of a, a symphony of ingredients, but we start with that probiotic focus and and then we build from there.
0: That makes sense. I I It's interesting to me because I think, um, you know, with the microbiome, we have so much like, you know. Uh, vocabulary right right now in the industry in terms of everyone wants to say they work with the microbiome but it's always my question which you actually really you know beautifully answered was this idea of like you know well, what about the microbiome? And I think when you hone in on one area, it helps a lot, you know, for consumers as well. Because I think, you know, like everything, um, you know, people love saturating our market. You know, we we deal with, you know, these buzzwords in the industry. But then when you talk about the microbiome, probiotics is a really great approach. I mean, it's okay. it's literally, like you said, it's your defense. You know, you're really adding that extra layer of defense. And it's something I think all of us can resonate with as consumers because it doesn't matter where you are in your journey you always need good probiotics you know you always need that that's something that can be incorporated into your routine you know it's it's not something that you have to start like at a specific uh place you know what i mean in terms of like physiology is concerned so yeah that's really cool
1: Yeah. yeah and if you start in your 20s Um, with this knowledge of just like in your gut, the microbiome is changing with hormones, with the environment, with your diet. If you start with this knowledge of just keeping that skin barrier intact, your skin will stay stay healthier longer and prevent those signs of aging that we all want to delay, but are inevitable. Um, It's an incredible time we're living in where A 20 year old can learn about this this technology and incorporate it into their daily life and really start to have different skin and a different you know experience of skin aging it's it's fascinating absolutely
0: yeah absolutely i think a lot and you know just to add to what you said i know a lot of people say you know you don't start early with spf and i agree with them of course but it's mm-hmm. also these other components, right? It's like, you know, you want to get the most healthy product, you know, the things that are going to keep your skin the healthiest is my point, you know, and I think a yeah. lot more goes into that. So I love that you guys have that built into the DNA of your brand. You know, that's huge to me so that, you know, because a lot of times, as you know, you know, there's so many products, right. And they're just stripping mm-hmm. your skin. They're stripping away everything, you know, and it's like, you don't realize that even if you're 20, say 20 years old, right. And you're doing skincare, you're following a routine, you're on top of it. You might be using products that are actually damaging your skin barrier because right. you think you're doing the right thing, but you're not, you know, you're, you're just yeah. stripping it away and damaging it. So yeah.
1: That's yeah. Huge. It's kind of like, you know, processed food for the gut. We know, we know that that causes issues for our health when you're stripping away your skin barrier, it is kind of like using processed food or processed food on your skin to um, weaken it. And if you're really using high quality products, like high quality, high efficacy products, you're going to really keep the health and the integrity of your skin for a long time.
0: Absolutely. Now I want to ask you, you know, what were some of the, um, like disruptive uh, you know factors of the brand um you know in, in the industry because i know that you know right now because of how saturated things are the brands that really stand out you know like kinship like you guys are really disrupting the space you know in in a great way and i i would love yep. to hear from you you know what were some of those yeah. factors yeah
1: yeah there were there were several so when we started kinship it was late 2019 so um there was a lot going on in the world at that point and a lot was shifting it was It was really our inspiration came from our audience. We had an audience of about 100 people that we had just started talking to about beauty and what beauty means to them and what they wanted to see in the industry. It was both men and women ages 18 to 30 all around the country. We just my partner and I, Allison, just started talking to them. So what do you what's missing? And they said, you know, the ads are not diverse uh, they're talking about perfection they're photoshopped um, the the industry doesn't reflect what's actually happening with people in in the in society and so we needed to change that and inclusivity and the perspective of all people was at the core of why we started Kinship, and we believe that we're all connected and we should be including everyone when we create products. So part of it was making sure that we include all people, all all genders, um, all diverse backgrounds in the audience for who we are creating these products for. The second one was just accessibility. We don't believe you should have to spend $100 on a face cream. Yeah. At Kinship, we really wanted to bring this amazing... Probiotic science to more people, uh, which is why when we launched, we partner with Ulta Beauty as our first retail partner because Ulta has such a diversity of customers, um, and it it offers you know the mass and the prestige, and so you really get the whole gamut of people shopping there. We really love that about Ulta. Um, and then the third thing was just we felt like skincare there was a lack of joy in. Yeah. What's still, I feel like what's happening in skincare is it's so serious. And we were really trying to bring optimism into the space and skincare, we believe should be like food, should look forward to enjoying your skincare routine. It doesn't have to be scentless. It can have natural botanical scents that are good for the skin that actually add antioxidant benefits for the skin, but they can smell good and lift your mood at the same time. So for that reason, we actually, we actually put botanical scents in our products. So we use some vanilla, we use some mango, apricot, we use a little bit of mint in the right amounts, you know, just a little bit, just to give you that little bit of hint of um, something to affect your mood. So it was really about feeling good um yeah, rather yeah. than looking good and i i see this positive shift happening in the industry that people are moving towards that it's less about perfection and fixing problems and more about just feeling good in your skin can you can you hear me yeah
0: okay did hear and you cut out there last and then so i'll edit that part but that's yeah that makes sense um So I want to, I want to shift gears, Kristen, because I want to ask you, you know, what were some of your, um, or have been some of your best sellers so far? Cause I know I love the brand, you know, all around. I really do. And Mm -hmm. I, you know, like I said, every product hits home for me um i think it's something i can tell by your formulations you guys have really thought this out in terms of how much of what you're using and because you see results you know that's the bottom line it's like when you use the products and this for everyone listening you know when you're using uh this is one of those lines where i would recommend like a whole routine by one line that's, that's how much I love you guys. Like, you know, cause I usually I'm a huge mixing and matching kind of person. So like, you know, but with your line, I really love it because I can use the cleanser. I can use the moisturizer and the serums and it's a really, really great lineup that you have, but I, I would love to hear what people have been loving and you know, um, what your best sellers have been so far.
1: Yeah. It's so interesting. So when we first launched Kinship, we were going to start with five products, a cleanser, uh, exfoliating pads, um, a moisturizer, um a mask um, those are the those are the couple, couple of a few products that we want to start with we weren't going to launch a sunscreen and then about you know 6 months into developing i thought what how can we launch a skincare line without launching a sunscreen. I mean, that is probably the most important product you can use to protect your skin from environmental aging. And uh, the reason I was hesitating is because they're really hard to formulate. It's it's hard to formulate a good one. They're expensive. They require a lot of testing. Uh, but we dove in, we decided this is essential for great skin, especially if you're in your teens or 20s. And that product, which took two years to develop... It's called Self Reflect. Our probiotic, zinc oxide mineral SPF 32 is our best-selling product.
0: I love that sunscreen. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know why you're selling out of that. Yeah, that that makes sense.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's, it was the some of the complaints we heard from customers were sunscreen zinc oxide is sticky. It's white. It is tacky. Doesn't smell good. We had to solve all those things. So. It was like twenty different rounds of formulations, and I worked with five different chemists, and got you know so many different rounds of feedback with our audience to get it right. But we finally launched it, and it's it's by far like the bestseller in our in our category, the best-selling sunscreen in our retail stores, and it just continues to soar. It's it's one of those iconic products that primes, it glows, it leaves sort of a radiant finish, it protects the skin barrier, and and then it has that UVA, UVB, SPF 32 in it, which is you know protects you from 97 percent of of rays. So that's one of our bestsellers. And then this year we've seen the rise of our BrightWave franchise. So we launched a BrightWave Vitamin C brightening and energizing eye cream last year. And it has just tripled in sales. We can't keep it in stock. Um, it is a favorite of our influencer community. What's so great about it, it is it, it basically you put it on and have you tried the product yet?
0: Yes, I love it. It's a really okay. great one. Uh, okay. Yeah, I was gonna wait till you're you explain it because there's another <laughs> one I wanted to add in. <laughs>
1: So it has three different key ingredients. The first is vitamin C ester, which I love. It's the fat-soluble vitamin C that really goes into the skin cells and acts as an super antioxidant. And then it has a really great ingredient in there that's formed from red algae. And this particular ingredient helps to temporarily sort of like deflect and diffuse lines. So it acts like kind of a soft soft focus diffuser for any kind of imperfections, whether it's dark spots or fine lines or um, puffiness, it kind of immediately diffuses that. And then chaga mushroom, which is, I'm really into mushrooms. This one is a power adaptogen. So it helps your skin adapt to stress. And as you know, the eye area is one of the first areas you see aging. And so We need specifically specific attention around the eye area to keep it looking really healthy and bouncy and bright. So this combination of vitamin C with the algae, with the chaga mushroom, and this peachy color that kind of instantly conceals any kind of dark circles. It's like a concealer, but it's an eye treat. Yep. Yeah. So. That one is taking off. And then we recently, this year, launched a BrightWave vitamin C serum with a peptide in it. So it has the BrightWave technology with vitamin C, ester, the algae, and then we have a peptide in there. That's a Matrixyl peptide that works on different layers of collagen. And that one, we're so excited. We're going to announce an award in a couple of weeks. It's a pretty big award for that product. Uh, that one is really taking off too. It's number two already at our retail partners and quickly becoming a top seller.
0: Well, I love that. That's so cool. Yeah, no, I love the eye cream. I want. I did not want to interrupt you, but I really, really love the eye cream as well. I think it's a really great product. And again, it's great for every age. That's another, yes. you know, it keeps happening in the line. Yeah. Like it's, it's meant yeah. for everybody. And I think with eye creams, especially, you know, you see it usually, Um, we start using eye creams you know as we get older right I mean you see it in the demographic like in my demographic age age you know range you see it and um, you know people in their 30s late 20s we start using eye creams but really even if you're younger you can start using you know that product like every other product I think and you will start really protecting yourself you know for the long Mm -hmm. run and I, I love it you know I think every single one I haven't tried your serum yet but I'm very curious you know Sure. It's a huge heavy hitter as well, but I wanted to add in actually my, one of my favorite products. And I was wondering if this one is as popular with your customers, but the Insta swipe, like the lemon and honey, HA pads. Yeah. I'm a, yeah. i am
1: yeah.
0: I can use these pads every day and it doesn't oh. matter. Like what condition my skin is like, I've, I had breakouts actually. I recently moved, um, you know, for a little bit to Virginia, you know, just because I'm doing some work and, um, the humidity is insane in virginia Mm -hmm. you know compared to the north and i was like gosh my skin is freaking out you know what do i do how do i fix this and you know we all have that we all like move climates or something happens and you have these breakouts you can't get rid of them right so i was experiencing that and i bust these out and i'm like i'm gonna use these pads (laughs) like let's give it a go and i kid you not and in two days my skin was not only cleared but it was absolutely glowing. Like I was obsessed. I was like, this is phenomenal. Like these are really great. And the best part is I didn't get sensitivity. No sensitivity. I usually get that with peel pads, like where it's like, oh God, I can't use it. You know what I mean? But
1: That's fantastic. Well, I'm going to have to have you write a review on our our lovekinship.com. That's a fantastic (laughs) testimonial. I love that you mentioned that product because it's one of my favorite daily go-tos. I use it on my... Deplette, I use it on spots. I mean, you can like kind of has that little nubbiness on one side of the pad and you can kind of like rub it a little bit heavier. If you have like some yes. sun damage on any part of your cheeks, I have sun damage on the left side of my face. And I specifically focus that Insta swipe pad on the left side. And within a couple of weeks, you really see the spots starting to fade. And the best part about it is you said it, you don't get irritated.
0: Yeah. You don't get irritated. And, you know, I think the the coolest part is that because I am, you know, I, I'm a woman of color. You know, what we deal with is hyperpigmentation. That's our number one concern. And, like, for me, with acne, it's always something on my radar. You know, even when I'm about to have a breakout, I'm prepping my skin. You know what I mean? For the hyperpigmentation. That's yeah. how I am as a consumer. And I found that with these pads, the clearing of my acne, adult acne, it didn't leave anything behind, you know, it didn't leave any hyperpigmentation, any dark spots, nothing there, you know, and I was so, so excited to see that, because that's rare, and, you know, a lot of times for people in the audience, if you guys can relate to this, you know, like, we don't really know what's going to happen after a breakout, you know, sometimes they're great, things go great, everything clears up, but sometimes it's a really tough journey, and that's what I was scared about, you know what I mean, because I'm like, I'm in a new climate, I don't know what's going to happen, And I was using this product and I was like, so blown away. So I just wanted to say it because, you know, for everyone listening, if you are looking for even more things to try, you know, this is a really, really great product. I I love it. So
1: yeah, um, and it is that great product for whether you're 18 or 60, it works. And that's the thing about the skin barrier is everyone at any age, it's never too late to start protecting your skin barrier there's there's Absolutely. a chance to start, start protecting it and start improving your skin. And just a little bit of exfoliation, like with the Insta Swipe pads every day is really helping that cell turnover and helping that microbiome stay balanced. So I, I love that you love that product and that you kind of spotlighted it because it's one of my favorites too.
0: Absolutely. No, it's, it's, and you made a great point. You know, I think it's really about, you know, for me, I look at skincare now as like, Tools, you know, these are tools for you. And I think a lot of consumers are, you know, they're taking that turn, you know, where it's becoming less of a vanity thing. And it's becoming more of this like, okay, I'm taking care of myself, you know, this is a health thing for me. Um, Mm -hmm. I have heard a lot of people say that. And I think that's a beautiful place for us to come to as consumers. Um, where we start realizing, you know, the skin is our largest organ. It's a very dynamic organ. It's hard to take care of, you know, why not start early? Like that's a huge like accomplishment, I think, for an industry, you know? So now that we are making that turn and taking that step forward, it's really important to have baseline products. You know, that's my, I feel like for me as I age, that is my go-to now is like, what are my baseline products? What can I turn to day in and day out Take with me when I'm traveling, take with me wherever I go. And like, you know, that's why I think you guys speak to me so much as a brand because I can rely on your products at the end of the day. And I remember, you know, when you were talking about the the wonderful SPF you guys have, the self reflect, the probiotic moisturizing, mineral sunscreen, that is a great, great product. I mean, I literally don't, I don't use primer, right? Me personally, not a primer person. I can't do it. It just feels too sticky for me um, under my makeup. But mm-hmm. this is a great solution. Like yeah, it's yeah, yeah. the best primer. I mean, you, you have your sunscreen and it's working to actually hold your makeup. And I love it for that because I don't wear a lot of makeup. But when I do, it's like it stays in place. It looks wonderful. And there's no white cast, which is huge because yeah. we all know, you know what I
1: mean? Right, so right. Cool. <laughs> yeah, so. I, that's so interesting. And I, I remember one time when I was talking to Dr. Perico and he said the best skincare, the best makeup is having great skin. And that stuck with me so strongly because your skin will shine through. You won't need a lot of makeup if you have great skin. And we formulated self-reflect specifically without silicones. One, because they can be allergenic for some people too, because we don't like the, uh, what they're doing to the environment, but it's pretty phenomenal that the technology now to replace silicones is so advanced and you could have a product that feels as silky and slippery as a silicone based primer, but without, out the silicone in there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I love that. I love that you don't have silicone in there because i've never loved i've never loved a product that had silicone to be honest even like before we had the whole movement you know in the beauty industry where people were like you know no silicones even before that i remember i was never a consumer that was like gravitating towards those products so it's happy it's a happy time for me you know i'm glad to see them
1: you know um, I'm there too. We, we, we're in the same boat there. I'm really happy to see silicones hopefully take a, a back step because they're cheap ingredients. People use them for fillers and There's really great ingredients like coconut alkanes that can replace silicones that aren't pore clogging. That's a beautiful replacement. So I really encourage everyone out there to try and look for silicone-free products because they do exist and they don't cause breakouts and they're beautiful, beautiful aesthetically.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. No, I, I think that we're definitely, there's going to be a lot of changes, I think, coming up, you know, in terms of like how consumers are starting to like their baseline. You know what I mean? Like, what am I really shopping for at this point? And I think silicone, certain, you know, preservatives, certain things are just going to be gone. You know, we're gonna, we're going to have a great place where the industry is no longer even, you know, entertaining these things because you don't need them you don't. I mean, at the end of the day, you can make great products without certain ingredients and uh if you can do it, why even have the other option? You know what I mean? It's not necessary. So <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But I want to ask I, I'm sorry, go ahead.
1: Oh, I was just going to say I think the other piece that is on my mind with that is just the sustainability of just having, you know, fewer but more quality products. I think I see that as a shift happening and people are thinking about just less products, but higher quality. If you have higher quality products, you don't need all these other products to fix what the low quality products are doing. Um, I see that as a positive trend and I I see brands just minimizing the product launches. It used to be, Oh, let's do 10 product launches this year. And it's like, no, let's just do two focus on making them bigger and better and really explaining the technology and providing that transparency of ingredients. I think it's going to be really important for brands and consumers
0: Absolutely. And I think, you know, like just to add to that, I think it's also about this like multi-use thing, right? I mean, you have to have products that are, they're doubling up, you know, as two different types of products. Like, for example, you know, another one of your products, I I forget the exact name, but it's your wonderful um, gel moisturizer. It's a hydrating gel moisturizer. Um, It's in the blue, it's a blue jar and I love it. It's absolutely one of my favorite summer moisturizers because I can use it as a night mask as well. And I it's like my little like uh, experiment that I did with it one night. I remember um you know cuz I love masks. I'm like an overnight mask person and I think they're really great. I think anything can really turn into an overnight mask if you do it properly, you know what I mean? But like I think it's it's hard to find um truly hydrating, you know, mm-hmm. products that are genuinely doing what they're saying. And especially as you age, your skin gets so much drier. I know a lot of us can relate to that you know, I know for me, I never thought I'd have drier skin, you know, I was always oily skin in my teens, my early 20s. And then I hit my 30s. And all of a sudden, I have these dry patches, and there's just new problems. And for me, overnight masks have been like revolutionary, you know, for my skin. And so a lot of times I do this fun hack where it's like, if I really love a moisturizer, I will just double up on it, you know, Mm -hmm. so it kind of adds to what you were saying, because like you are creating products that can be used. They're non comedogenic, they're hypoallergenic, you know what I mean? They're not causing problems. So you can use more of it to double up as another, like, I guess, category of product because they're safe for you, you know? And so I think that's the key because Mm -hmm. you can Mm -hmm. make a great product, but you have to be able to make it so that then they can be utilized in all different ways, you know? And I think that's where I see like the really great brands stand out. You know what I mean? From the fluff, because if you're selling me an $80 eye cream, and all I can do is use it as an eye cream, I'm not going to buy your product. There's no way. You know what I mean? That's, I'm not going to do it because at Mm -hmm. the end of the day, I don't want, I don't have the $80, first of all, you know, to just frivolously throw away like that. But also more importantly, there's just a lot better options right now. So I think that's where you guys are just, you hit it, you hit home for me, you know, as a brand. I I love that duality in your products where it's like, yes, I can utilize these products day in and day out for so many different reasons. And they work, you know, at the end of the day, they just work. So yeah. yeah I'm, I'm
1: sure. well, I love that you said that because the other thing that is precious to all of us is time. Yeah. Many of us, don't have time to be using a separate, you know, plumping cream for their eyes and then a separate line smoothing cream and then another primer for their eyes and then a sunscreen hey. for their eyes. No one has time for that. Um, we're all stretched for time, yet we want it to be a meaningful experience. And so kinship really brings in those multi purpose needs that people have we're in one product like the super Mellow, which is also a, a rising bestseller it's a hydrator it has a little bit of oil in it so it's partially a cream it can be a mask when you're going on a flight or you're just feeling dry or you're in a climate that's dry. Uh, yeah. But it also has antioxidants in it. So I don't think that this layering of eight different products is really the future. I think it's about fewer, better, multi-product, multi-purpose products.
0: Exactly. Absolutely. I think, yeah, that's definitely the It's the next frontier, you know, for lack of a better uh, phrase. I mean, it's we have to get to that point because, you know, I think the science supports it, too. You know, and that that actually leads me to asking you, you know, I know you guys are huge on efficacy and, you know, I really want to learn more about that because I think it's good for consumers to know, you know, hearing it from the brand directly. Like, you know, what is it? that you like what what in your mind is efficacy because I, I'm a firm believer that it it's different for all of us. You know what I mean? We define it so differently. So when brands do that homework, it's even more meaningful. So I'd love to learn from you, you know, what what yeah. does that mean for you guys?
1: Yeah. I mean, and my my perspective of efficacy has shifted over the years. Um I look, first and foremost, efficacy to us is the product has to deliver what it says it's delivering. And in order to back that up, you have to have testing. So the first thing we do is clinical testing on every single product before we start to put together the copy on the, pack of the packaging or the website has to have clinical testing. We do the objective as well as the subjective test, just so that we're actually doing the measurements and using a third party to evaluate the efficacy not An internal team. So we do clinical testing on every single product. We also tested on a group of about 50 to 100, what we call our kin circle. And it's a group of trusted, close brand ambassadors that have been with us since 2019. And they test products before we launch them and they'll comment on whether it works for them. They'll send us before and afters. They'll comment on the scent, the texture you know whether they feel like this is adding value to their routine or not we ask them those point blank questions is this really adding value because if it's not we're not going to launch this it's it's a lot of time and money and effort and we want to make sure that products hit home with people and they aren't just adding another step just because it's a trend so testing is number one um we do irritation testing we we go above and beyond on the testing because of that transparency and how important it is to us to know what we're delivering to our customers is of quality and of high value yeah. but the second part of it is is it really effective for the for the global you know kind of planet um and most of packaging today unfortunately is is not sustainable Um, It's a lot of plastic and that most of that plastic is not, is not recyclable. And so when we develop a product, we actually think about the whole thing from the formula to the experience to the package. And for us, the packaging has to be effective too. Number one, it has to work, has to be compatible with the formula, but how is it working for the planet? Can you recycle it? Is it reducing carbon emissions? Cause we're putting, recyclable plastic in it? Is it biodegradable? Um, Can you return it to us so that we can put it into our recycling program? We think about all those things before we launch a product because that whole life cycle of a product is really important for us to think about as beauty entrepreneurs and founders of what we're adding to the planet. And are we being conscious of where that package is going at the end of its life? So those are kind of like, it's kind of of shifted for me over the years because it used to be just, let's just put it in this package. It's all about the formula. Now it's about the whole thing. It's just about where the product ends up. How are we taking care of the planet? And are we really enjoying these products and really getting value, personal wellness value out of them?
0: Absolutely. And I think, you know, it's interesting what you said, because about the you know it used to be like all about the formula right i mean it it was for so many people even consumers i think we were always just like formula formula you know that's it and but now even you know i have never been like a super you know um obviously i recycle and you know i do the i do what i have to do as a as an everyday human being you know to take care of my own footprint but like i think we don't we haven't thought about it as much as we are now as people. And I think when a brand does that homework for you, where they're doing as much as they can from their end, like you're in a way you're paying for that. You know, you pay for that also and in, built into a price because I would, you know, I think of it like that as a consumer where I'm like, if a brand is helping me create a more sustainable lifestyle overall. You know, my decisions are made easier and all of that. Like that, to me, matters. Like I will go the extra mile to get that brand versus another because I know that they're helping me make the right choice. You know, in in an overall viewpoint. And I think that's it's interesting to look at it like that for me as a consumer because I think it adds value. You know, it adds a lot of value. It's it's more about you know what i mean obviously we want brands that are efficacious number one you know for me obviously obvi- you know it's it's are your products working or not but then on top of it can i resonate with you you know right. as a person right. as right. a human being like that matters and yeah. it's like nowadays like you know i'm noticing more and more brands are you know they they're still on this fence with like, well, should we make the decision or not of making things more sustainable? And it's like, well, it shouldn't be on the fence anymore. You know, if you're going to be charging for products, you have to make certain things built in to the product. And I think this is one of those things, you know, sustainability has to be built in because if it's not, it's just, I'm sorry, but no one has money anymore to be like, you know, wasting it on things that they have to then take 15 extra steps to minimize their footprint. You know what I mean? Like you can't do that it, it just logistically, you know, it doesn't make sense. So I think it's a great thing, you know, to, to know that like, you know, when you're shopping for whatever brand you're shopping for, all of those check boxes have already been ticked. You know, somebody has already gone through and made sure that your purchasing decision is a very sound decision and you're not going to be adding more stress in any way to yourself or to your conscience. You know what I mean? Like it, it's all kind of taken care of i mean that's huge and especially mm-hmm. especially right now you know people are just being pickier right with their purchasing decisions their purchasing power you know voting wow. with our dollars um we're just being yeah, a lot yeah. more you know proactive i think at least from what i'm seeing you know and i i think it's a huge thing for brands to be mindful and to really follow in these footsteps because it, it does matter and you're right it, it, it makes a huge difference so um but yeah that's that's great
1: it's more expensive, too, which is why a lot of brands don't do it because um, they're looking at the bottom line. But the reality is, if we're not doing that, it, it is costing our, our earth and, you know, carbon taxes and energy taxes. Um, all of this stuff has to be paid for at some point. So we might as well collectively embrace products and retailers and um, brands that are taking those steps to think about sustainability from the start and build it into their brand from the beginning, not say, oh, in five years, we're going to focus on sustainability because we don't have those five years. We need to do do that work now. And you're right that more and more people are trying, they really want to connect with the brand like a person. They want to know who they are as a person, what their values are, what are they doing versus saying Um, we're really proud of brands like our retail partners like Credo and Ulta for really setting standards. Like Ulta has their conscious beauty program, which sets specific standards for brands and how they show up on a sustainability and um, charitable donation measurement. Credo's done. Amazing things with requiring brands to have 50% recycled packaging in their packaging. That's a big risk and a step to take for a retailer. And I'm just so proud of these retailers for really making bold moves to set up these standards that we can all live by.
0: Absolutely. I 100%
1: agree with you. And I love that you've
0: chosen to partner with people that have that same mindset. You know, that speaks volumes. I think it's not, I'm sure I'm not a brand founder, you know, but I know that it must be a very difficult decision, you know, going through the whole process of choosing retailers and and signing those documents. And I'm just so glad that you guys are, you know, you're really um, available in storage that you really resonate with, you know, as people, that means a lot to me as a consumer, and I know a lot of us can relate. You know, we we want to connect with brands. I think as consumers, we want to connect with not only the brand, and that's really why I created Skincare Anarchy because that was my desire. You know, as a consumer, was this like I want to resonate with everything about a brand. You know, I want to know who's behind it. What are what do they believe in, and does that match? You know, with what I'm doing because it's about skin health, it's about beauty and vanity. Yeah, but. A lot of it is we're invested, you know, as consumers, we invest in you guys, you know, we, we put our money aside. It's about the money, but it's also about the effort, you know, going into a store, shopping and then knowing at the end of the day I made a good decision you know even if you don't spend a lot of time thinking about it it is in the back of your mind and I think those things really play a big role in the longevity of you know am I going to repurchase am I going to keep coming back you know that kind of thing so I love that and I I really love that you guys have taken those steps and you know I'm just a huge fan so I want to round out the interview Kristen with asking you know what is next for kinship do you guys have some Good, you know, big news coming up or anything on the horizon that you could share with us?
1: Yeah, well, we're really excited. In a couple of weeks, are going to be announcing a big uh, skincare product award. Um, it'll be announced, I think, the week of September 21st. So that's a, a pretty major award we've won um, in the industry. You might be able to guess which award it is, but we're, we're going to be announcing that with a big party um, down in L.A. for some of our influencer community. And we're also just really excited about doubling down on our U.S. business, Ulta, Mm -hmm. Credo, Specialty Retail. And we just recently launched with Cult Beauty in the U.K. And that that has been such an exciting launch for us because it's reaching a new market, but it's also tapping into that UK consumer base and the UK and Europe, as you probably know, are, are a little bit ahead of us in terms of their how they look at the whole personal care, care market and how they think about clean and what the word clean means. And just by our experience going into that market we've really kind of seen like what their future of clean looks like. Cause I think it's changing. Um, everyone says they're clean, but what does that really mean? So I think we as an industry have to align in that word and what it means just to make it much more transparent and clear for consumers. So we're excited to be part of that change and yeah, just really focusing on our existing customers. We, We've recently started just doing the operating this 2080 rule, you know, the Pareto principle, just focusing on the 20 percent of activities that are going to produce 80 percent of the results. That operating principles really helped us as a team be more efficient, um, and also just focus on, you know, what are the core things that we want to do to to grow impact in. Making people's skin better, helping the planet, and just helping people live healthier lives ultimately. So we're just really excited about the future for Kinship and partnering with great retail partners.
0: Yay, that's great! I'm I'm really excited to hear about the UK bit because I we have a great we have a great amount of listeners in the UK, and I I love you know, seeing them pop up and really show up for our podcast. So if any of you are tuning in from London, you know, definitely check out the brand. That's, that's so exciting. Uh, I'm so happy to hear that, but thank you so much. This has been so fun to talk to you. And I, again, you know, I love the brand. I really do. And, you know, for everyone listening out there, you will see kinship, like I said, all over our top picks, Um, you know, and they're really, really um, like a, they're a heavy hitter in our overall, you know, awards for skincare. So just check out the brand overall. I think you guys are going to love it. Every product is really special. And I've really enjoyed every single product that I've tried. It's a really, really great lineup. And so I would love to see you guys show up for them and and show your support because they're really doing things right. I'm sure you heard, you know, during the show. But thank you again, Kristen. It was so lovely to talk with you.
1: Wonderful being here. look forward to more of these. Take care. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Okay.